Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today we have Hosam. Hosam is the CEO of Orcas. Welcome to the couch today, Hosam. Thank you, Tana. Welcome. Uh, I'm happy to be here with you. <laughs> yes, definitely. So on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring people like Hosam on the couch um, who are building amazing products in the market to you know tell us about how they started their journeys, what the product is about, and what impact the product is making in our communities, right? So jumping right into the questions, my first question is, what is AUKUS and how does it all work? Okay, thank you for that question. So first of all, AUKUS is, an, uh, is a company operating in Egypt. We are operating in the educational technology space, and we connect private tutors with uh, students and vice versa. So the way it works is students uh, download the student app and they create a profile for themselves, being yeah. the school they go to, the school system they attend, and the grade they are currently in. And yeah. then with two simple clips, clicks by selecting uh, online or offline and uh, the subject they want to study in, they are uh, uh, faced with search results that are super relevant and super curated for them understanding, like I said, the school name, the school system, and the grade. And then they can pick and choose between the tutor profiles they like, looking at educational backgrounds, experiences, as well as ratings and reviews. When they like a tutor, they send them a request. This request is received by the tutor on their own second application. It's called okay. the tutor app. The tutors create their profiles there so you can uh, imagine what they have to do to like complete their profile, etc. And then they receive those requests. And then if they accept them, the tutor and the student can start chatting. They chat in this chat room that we've created that has all the tools they need to facilitate quality control, scheduling, booking, payments, etc. Once they agree on a start date and on the schedule and the student pays, they are transferred to what we call a classroom. In this classroom, they can chat, they can share resources, and they can go online to learn online and use our whiteboard, our sharing screen, etc. Or if they can choose to meet in person and then they can use this online classroom as, you know, their data bank where they put their stuff, where the tutor uh, rec records or writes, writes down how long they tutored and what they did so that the student or the parent can confirm that session and then the money is transferred to the tutor. So the tutor can then earn that money and transfer it to their wallets or bank accounts or picket cash from our office. Oh wow. So this so this platform is basically um an end-to-end -end learning platform that matches tutor and students, whether the channel is online or offline, covering every single thing, facilitating, meeting, scheduling, payments and learning everything from a to z like you mentioned and it's important to note that there are a lot of gamified uh, pathways inside so for example for the for the student you can imagine but for the student for the tutors is always hard to imagine so what we do is we create a level system this level system is like a gamified career path for the tutors so when tutors become uh, on our platform they are scored and they are profiled and they get uh, points those points decide which level they are in. We have four yeah. levels okay. and you can grow from one level to another by recording more hours on the application and getting more five-star reviews. 
the, the, the thing is, when you go from one level to the next, you can get a higher hourly rate and we take a much lower take rate or commission from you. So okay. level one, two and three, you increase your hourly rate and we decrease our commission. Our and commission. in level four, yeah, in level four, the, the tutors of level four can set their own rate. So they say, okay, I want to take, for example, $200 per hour, which is crazy, but it's possible. You can say, I want $200 per hour. And we charge just a minimal three to five dollars on top to make sure that it covers the transaction fees, the management fees, and the marketing fees. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's really, really amazing. Um, I'm really curious. Um, seeing that this is really optimized for both tutor and students and even the parents that are monitoring these students progress right um how did this company start what is the founding story like what's the background okay we uh, like a quick background about the team so myself and amira were the co-founders of orcas we met in my first company that was called cairo sitters cairo sitters is a babysitting agency amira and i met there we, we, we interacted with parents, with, with babies, with, with babysitters, and we understood the market. But we found that there are some challenges in, in, in the business case without going into detail. We learned from those mistakes and together we co-founded Orcas, which is the application that you know today, back in 2018. And we, 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 we resiliently uh, tried to grow it, uh, attract investors, attract strong team members, so today we have uh, over uh, 3,000 uh, students learning, over 800 uh, tutors with multiple uh, investors from Egypt. We have, we're backed by the biggest school owner in Egypt. We're backed well, by one of the biggest VCs in Egypt. We're also backed by Seed Stars International, which is uh, a worldwide uh, VC. And we have 40 uh, team members, all uh, strong. Uh, half of them are tech people. So we're a tech company. Wow. And uh, th that's where we are here today. Wow. I think that has been really, really big, impressive growth. You know, having 2,000 students on the learning platform, a team of 40, and I don't know if you mentioned, did you mention the number of tutors that currently use the platform? We have uh, 3,000 students and around 800 tutors. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And by, by that, I mean working. So we have 150 students but they're not all paying and we have over 2000 tutors but working like paying engaging every day are 3800 wow that's a large number so um on funding as you mentioned a lot of really really influential people are backing you i'm guessing that was the round that you raised in 2019 500 dollars right uh, uh, we, we, our last round was actually unannounced. It was in 2020, a June okay. round, also a $500,000 round. Okay. And it was a bridge round kind of to, to, okay. to get us to uh, through for, the COVID. Yeah. And yeah, prepare, prepare for, for the, your serious yes, round. Exactly. So right now we are closing uh, a momentum round because uh, uh, yeah, like we're, we're seeing um, a big growth this school year. And our Series A round is uh, planned to close uh, uh, um, between July and August. 
So we are now finalizing a, a, a momentum round. Uh, probably in the next two weeks, we're going to like finalize everything. And that's to fund us through the summer and to build our product, expand our product team in preparation for the school season that starts next September. Okay. And then the series round that you said is going to be around July to August. What are we looking at? How much are you looking to raise? What is what is going to be the big change for the series? We're looking to raise around $2 million. Okay. And this amount is going to be spent on, on like three uh, dimensions. Dimension number one is growth. So we, we, we want to expand more into the Egyptian market and acquire more and more students and tutors. And we want to do that with a lot of experimentation. So okay. we want to promote a lot of referral loops. We want to promote a lot of mass acquisition tactics. And both require a lot of money in the beginning to get going and to experiment with until we have the product market fit in the growth uh, dimension, okay. which in the beginning will increase our acquisition cost, but on the long run, we completely decrease it. The second dimension is the product. We, like a product is very important. Like you mentioned yep. earlier, we, we optimize for two sides, users or students and tutors. Yeah. So a lot of products are going on. So we need to expand our product team, whether engineers, designers, data analysts, or product managers. And the last dimension is the expansion dimension. We are an African startup and we want to expand in sub-Saharan Africa. But for the time being, we decided, given the language similarities and the cultural similarities, to start with Saudi Arabia. So next school year, we're going to enter Saudi Arabia, uh, hopefully, uh, inshallah, with uh, uh, an experiment. And we, we look as a product company, we always look at things as an experiment. So we want to acquire there 3,000 students and, and, and see and learn from all the expansion mistakes and the lessons that we're going to, to, to learn. And then uh, for future rounds, we want to... Uh, so, so that's basically what we're going to do with the Series A. But all okay. that is preparing us to grow and to learn how to expand. So in the future, we can enter the, the, the attractive sub-Saharan African markets, whether it's Nigeria, Kenya, South Africa, Ghana, and, and many more. Okay. Okay. Wow. I, I see the vision is really, really, really large. And I'd like to say congratulations for, you know, how far you've gotten and how... Um, very very clear and concise um your vision is you know exactly where you're going and you guys are really working towards that and so my next question yes 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 my next question is what are your two major challenges that you face today you know building orcas as it is today with the three thousand daily active users with their 800 tutors what's with your you know team of 40 managing everything what are the two major challenges you would say you face today like the number one challenge is unfortunately finding great team members um it's very difficult in in emerging uh, countries uh, whether african or middle eastern to find great talent uh, that is not only uh, passionate but also skilled uh, the reason for that is because there's a, there's a lot of brain drain happening in the region with all those amazing smart people going abroad for higher higher salaries and better uh, quality of life and and we suffer here trying to fight over the few 
who are left uh, behind here. So talent is, I think, a major problem. I don't know if it's the same challenge in in other countries, whether in in Saudi Arabia or in in, in sub-Saharan Africa. But that's something that we suffer from here in Egypt and is uh, very big. Yeah. And then... Yes, the second, the, yeah, the second, the second challenge is, I guess, the infrastructure. So with our with with marketplaces, um, it's very easy or it's much easier to 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 benefit from uh, a great internet penetration and 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 uh, coverage as well as great digital payments. So. As, as much as those are growing aggressively and impressively in Africa and the Middle East, but still they are not the dominant ways uh, of transacting, whether online or uh, through digital uh, payments. So f- for that, to, yani, we're very optimistic that with time it will, it will increase and it will become more of a norm and it will yeah. facilitate our operations and decrease our effort and cost associated with those things but i i'll have to say that this is one of the current challenges but it's improving yeah 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 um i think really really um big challenges i think the very um the one that a lot of people especially in your region in egypt relate to is the talent gap there's always need for really really grounded talent which seems to be, um, the gap seems to be bigger than the growing number of innovative startups that are coming out of the Egyptian markets. And so this is something I have found talking to um, founders like yourself in Egypt. So that's really, really amazing seeing it being reiterated. It feels like there's there's a big gap, a big talent gap for actual talent, tech talent in this space. I agree, I agree. Yeah. And so um, my next question is, how did the pandemic affect the Ocas business? Because, you know, you told me you raised um, a bridge round to kind of, um, you know, weather through the pandemic. How, how, how did that or, you know, how did that journey go? How, how did the pandemic affect the business? <clears throat> okay. The, well, the, pandemic, um, the pandemic did a lot of good things, but also some bad things. Um, First of all, pre-pandemic, uh, our business was primarily in person. Post-pandemic, like it's it's it reached at the time 50%. It's now neutralizing around 30, 35%. Okay. But this online classroom and the online learning was not bef- was not present before. But okay. to go into the details, so basically, right, right with COVID and uh, in around March, schools were, were were had to close and people had to learn from home, we saw an initial surge in, uh, in sales. So we got a lot of requests, a lot of students wanting to have tutors, etc. Uh, shortly after, the government canceled the exams and unfortunately, uh, the incentive to study because people learn for the exams, which is a sad reality. But when the exams were canceled, so there was the need to find a tutor or to study in, at all. Um, and we, we, we focus on all grades, right? From kindergarten to year 12. It's not only the grade 12, the ones that graduate who need to study that, that, we, that we focus on. So we were affected during that time from April up until uh, August or even parts of September where our sales dropped. So we focused on that time on our product, 
creating the online classroom that I was telling you about, the chat that I was yeah. telling you about, as well as doing some free webinars that cover edutainment uh, topics. Okay. So we can attract a lot of customers, students to learn and to entertain themselves in a productive way during the summer or that super long summer so that when they school starts, we can activate them as students who are learning with us. So, so that's what we did. The next school year, so that the one that started end of September, beginning of October in 2020, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we saw a very big rise. Uh, so basically, we, 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 with the same marketing spend and the same everything, we, we, we have a four times growth in, in, in sales and in, in all our numbers, basically hours uh, to everything. Uh, just because of the rising need for for a help at home given the blended learning model so with with people learning at home and in schools not all students are are reacting positively to the screens not all students are uh, designed or like understand or are disciplined or or, or, or are responsible enough to learn at home yeah. uh, with parents of course having to work so not all the time being present so the need for help at home rose so uh, so it was uh, uh, obvious in our in, in our sales in addition to what i said in the very beginning which is the market share of online learning yeah 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 that makes sense um i think this has actually been an interesting journey um and i love that with orcas you you just kept iterating kept testing out new ways and kept adapting to the times that is actually a really really strong trait which shows that orcas has a very very long way to go um in the positive direction and so my very last question is what has been your biggest lesson so far i mean um from day one to where you are today which is you know a place where you could easily raise millions of dollars in funding to massively expand your product offering what would you say are your two biggest lessons you've learned so far um like my two biggest lessons i think we can merge them in one which is the mix between experimentation and a team like it's very very important to attract the best and to work with only the best it's important to make sure that people are passionate about what they're doing, that they don't perceive the work as a burden, as something that they have to do. It must be something that they love doing. Skill set comes later on. So if I have to choose between someone who knows, for example, skill set one, two, and three, or someone who is really passionate about education and really passionate about what we're doing, I'll always choose the second, the passionate one, because the passionate we can teach. You can teach the skill. Skills. You can teach. Well, you can yeah. never teach passion. Yeah. Exactly, and you can't. Yeah. You can't force passion. So, because yeah. passion can't be taught. Like you can't force passion on on someone, and they will never give their one hundred percent. So, team is super important. Uh, that's something that is the hard way. Uh, another thing, and and it's this team thing is definitely behind all the success like anything that we achieve is because of the team the second thing is the experimentation or the let's call it the product culture the the product culture is a mindset where you think okay i'm not designing something for the business i'm designing something for the user so i have to understand what is the problem that the user is trying to solve and then trying to solve that problem not the other way around 
saying, okay, the business wants X, let's make sure the X fits what the student wants. No, it should be the other way around. And to, this is a journey where you keep iterating. So you keep talking to the customers, understanding what they need. You keep coming up with MVPs. Those MVPs are probably really bad and not fitting. So yeah. you iterate and change. And yeah. this ongoing process is the product mindset that I'm, I'm talking about. So yeah. passion coupled with product mindset. And of course, the ability to learn and to learn fast and to adapt to those changes are things that are very important uh, and that we look for and things that I learned and I'm now, I think, benefiting from going forward in Orcas. Yeah. Um, so I'm hearing passion, product mindset, and ability to learn. I think these are three key, you know, lessons um, to learn about just building a product that works for the user, um, building a product that people really enjoy building. You know, that's where the passion comes in. And just building a product that will last, a product that it's actually making a difference in, you know, our society. So on this juncture, I'd like to say thank you so much, Hosam. This has been an amazing conversation. Um, and I would like to say thank you so much for coming on the couch. No worries. I really enjoyed it. I think the questions are amazing. Uh, they brought out uh, interesting answers. And I think uh, I'll be looking forward to uh, hearing more or listening to more of your, 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 post- your podcasts with, with more entrepreneurs to learn from, from more people. Yeah. Yeah. And so to everyone that is listening, you already know... Um, Every week we bring you amazing people like Hosam who come on the couch and share their stories. So make sure you subscribe, make sure you share with your friends, right? And until next time, see ya.